Welcome out there to another awesome and riveting episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so glad to have you with us. Quick J, under five seconds, what is The Album Argument? We swap albums, we choose the best and worst, and then we throw chairs at each other. That's right. And if you were here for us with us last week, we threw some chairs. Yes, and you had an assignment. Yes, for you this did. week. So now that we're all bandaged up, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I only had to go to the emergency room a couple of times. Twice. Just twice. And um, the bills are really racking up. I mean, these doctors, they see us coming and they're like, all right, money. Yeah. So the coffee, iced coffee, you know, uh, sponsorship, that, that would be good. We really need that sponsorship to come through people. Yeah. It could be hot coffee either. Either hot coffee or. At this point, it could be a cup of dirt. And I'm just going to be like, it's delicious. <laughs> Anyways, so we are here, though, um, to talk about the story. What's the story? Morning Glory by... What's the story? Morning Glory. I want to try a British accent, but I will not. I just can't. So I'll just say Oasis. Come on, give us us one. Oasis. Oasis. What's the story, Morning Glory? Give us your Liam or your Noel. I I can't understand what he says (laughs) in any interview. Liam? Like, I literally have no idea what that man says. Like, his, his accent is so thick. That that Manchester draw, yeah, shoo, it comes through. Luckily in the luckily in these albums, oh yeah, it's fine in the singing. We've got some awesome Brit pop, but um, so uh, what's the story? Parentheses. What's the story? Yes, in parentheses, Morning Glory. Morning Glory yeah. was released in 1995, way back in 95. I'm pretty sure I had this on cassette. I meant to ask my parents; they had some cassettes back in my their house. I I own it on CD, obviously yeah. now, but uh, I might have had a cassette. I, I think I, I bought this on CD. CD originally? Yeah. Um, it was a release on Creation Records, which mm-hmm. was at some point sold to Sony. So let's say it falls under that nice. Sony um, umbrella. But it was indie. Creation Records, when it was released, it was an indie record. So looking back now, thinking this was an indie record, it's kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. Are we sure about that, though? I mean, that's kind of crazy because they were like all over MTV. Even the record before was all over MTV. So if Sony had a hand in it at that point, maybe it makes sense. But it was Creation Records. Interesting. It was, was, uh, let's say, classified as an indie. I guess so. Okay. Cool. Indie record. Learn something new, man. Um, I think it's just classic 90s. It's loud. It's quiet. Yes. It's catchy. It kind of brought the Brit pop to mainstream, let's say. Right? Uh, There was the Verve and there's all these other bands at the time. And so this was... I mean, Oasis exploded. Uh, I admit I don't have the previous album, but they, you know, they had this was their second album, yes. I should say. And uh, there's six singles from this album. The first album is what? Definitely, maybe. Yeah, definitely, maybe. Yeah. So I don't have that, but uh, I kind of rediscovered that actually mm-hmm. while looking into this album. So uh, this was probably the first album that I remember hearing them. Yeah, me Wonderwall too. and things like that. But Correct. looking back now, if you hear any of their concerts, things like that, there are some semi hits from the first album. Yes. Um, that, uh, yeah, they just have some crazy, catchy songs. Uh, when I was looking through my catalog, I go, sure, Oasis, why not? Because yeah. I don't think we've ever talked about Oasis. No, we haven't. Some, uh, funny enough, looking into this album, some have maybe credited this album with kind of the beginning of some of the loudness wars. Mm. And it kind of explains why some, I, it's not a perfect album and that the sound we've talked about, like big country albums that they kind of have a certain sound to it. This one some of it just kind of sounds a little harsh and loud. And so in the mid-90s and then definitely after that, albums kept getting louder and louder and louder yeah. and louder. And so there's a lot of compression and squashing of the sound. And on certain songs, it's kind of hard to hear the kick or the snare and things like that. And so some are crediting this in a bad way that maybe this was the beginning 
Well, so it's funny that you mentioned that because the song that I picked as my least favorite is actually a song I really like, but there's a certain sound on it that drives me mad when you listen to it through certain speakers. And I found that to be really interesting. You listen to it like playing out of the phone speakers, you don't hear it. You listen to it through headphones and there it is. Or you listen to it on on bigger speakers and it's there. And it's kind of like, well, where did it go? You know, and yeah. the pods in whatever they're called, the small ones couldn't hear it. And then again, back into the truck, and there it is. So, uh, and I'll get into that more when we get to that song. So. Yeah. So I I will say that you know I don't listen to this album all the time. It is my album I gave to Ryan, mm-hmm. but um, I think just going back to it, I kind of rediscovered it again, looking yeah. through my catalog, looking for some albums to share, and I said, okay, this is cool. I wonder if Ryan has it. Uh, I was just kind of blown away. Six singles. So some might say, "Roll with it," "Morning Glory," "Wonderwall," "Don't Look Back in Anger." And Champagne Supernova, which I'm surprised that was sixth single. Mm-hmm. Been. Uh, in America, definitely Wonderwall, which was the fourth single, and then Champagne Supernova. Those are kind of the the radio staples that yep. you still hear all you the time. You still hear them all the it's time. It's kind of like, um, you know, outlet mall shopping, maybe. <laughs> right? Mall shopping music. Or the, the guy in the coffee shop. Coffee shop. Hey, guys, I'm going to play Wonderwall, okay? Sing along if you know it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Adams that we covered a long mm-hmm. time ago has a, has a very popular cover of Wonderwall. He did um, quite a few years ago at this point, but yeah. that also is played in shopping malls and yep. things like that. I hear that a lot. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, Oasis just, they they blew up. They're a huge band. Uh, if you read into anything about Oasis, that, you know, they've kind of broken up here, things like that. And then, I mean, they're brothers, Liam and Noel, they're brothers. Unfortunately, they have their issues with each yep. other. Whatever going goes on, unfortunately, that I don't think we have an Oasis today. Nope. Maybe we'll have an Oasis again. So Hopefully it'd be kind of cool. It. I mean, they're just a, a pretty heavy but pop band. I haven't said the Beatles yet, but obviously they have some Beatles influence. Really? <laughs> no, you, you never, don't say. You've never seen that or heard that? Yeah. What? So um, they probably would not want to mention that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I also, uh, maybe the last thing I'll just say, it was uh, the best selling album of the 90s in the UK. I believe it. You know, even over like uh, Jagged Little Pill and things like that. Yeah. But of a, of a UK band, makes sense. Well, when I think about like the, the whole Britpop era, you know, like the Stone Roses, Blur, Oasis. Oh, yeah, Blur is a big one, right? Um, golly, there's so many different ones. Uh, Oasis, in my opinion, is by far the top band. And you know, not, not Spice Girls? No. No. I mean, they have a couple of good songs. That's around the same yeah. time. My, do, what, do you have a favorite Spice Girls song? Come on. I do not. I, on. Yes, you do. What I, is it? I really, I, 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 I know the, what you really want. I, I don't really remember. You better I just, tell me one or I'm going to make you cover one that, of the albums. That, that, so that one. T- tell me what you want, what you sure, really, really want. Sure, that's the only one I really remember. <laughs> I enjoy When Two Become One. That's a great song. Okay. Yeah, you should look that one up. It's a good All song. Right, we'll give us some Spice Girls. Maybe we'll do some Spice Girls. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, uh yeah, so, tangent. uh, yeah, so Oasis, um, I'm calling, there's a lot of double melodies in a lot of songs yes, there too. Are. Yeah. So, um, cause they're both singers too. So yes. you have a lot of overlapping lines. So anyways, enough about me, Ryan Stroud. You said you already had the CD. Yep. Tell us more. What do you think of so, what's the story? Morning glory. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Wait, see, you can do it. Look at that. Uh, now if you were to give me this album for the first time and I'd never heard it before, I would totally buy this record. I already own it, of course, as I said, uh, but I would totally buy this record. This is almost a perfect album. It is a 4.5. Um, there's a few things I don't like the swamp song. 
Uh, you know, variations one and two, I think it's kind of a throwaway stuff, but I don't want to claim that as like the worst track because in all honesty, it leads the second one version two leads into champagne supernova, which is important. That little wave sound going into champagne supernova is very important, but I feel like that wasn't really the swamp song. Wasn't really a track, a song, you know, it was just kind of there. They were like interlude type thing. Uh, so if I had to go to uh, a song that I felt like was the worst, I'll start with that. It, it actually, it's funny because I feel like it's one of the best troll songs I've ever heard where they knew that they were going to get people with this song. They're like, let, let, let's troll the audience a little bit. So let's start playing, you know, we'll start playing the hit song, Wonderwall. And then we'll kick into something else. Now, I'm talking about the opening track, Hello. Now, I actually really like this song. However, there is this sound in it that just wah, 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 and it won't go away through the entire song. And it reminds me of being trapped in a submarine. And I don't know why, but that's the feeling I get. And I get to the point where I can't even focus on the song because I keep hearing that sound and it makes me not like it. So let's hear a little bit of Hello. I think it's a wah guitar, right? It probably is. It's a guitar on a wall that, uh, yeah, a little loud. And, you know, that might be a byproduct of some of the mastering and it's mm-hmm. kind of brought up and magnified a little bit or they just liked the sound. But it's it's weird because in different speakers, it's magnified more uh, versus other things. And I don't know if it's the high lows or whatever, but it just, oh my gosh, I love the song. I hate that sound. And it makes me want to skip the song every time. Interesting. So- Overall, good song, but it's my worst pick because it just drives me mad. I have a similar feeling with a different song, so it's funny you mentioned that, but I'll talk about it. All right, well, I'll just go ahead and move on to uh, some some songs I thought were good, uh, are very good, were Roll With It, Hey Now, uh, Cast No Shadows, which... uh, I, I just believe Noel on that song is really, really good. His like background vocals on that song are solid. She's electric, which is a great better than the Beatles song. You know, like, I mean, like, come on, that's, that's totally a Beatles track. It had to have been a Beatles B-side or something of that nature. I don't know. So for those new to the podcast, you should go back and listen to our episode on Revolver and hear how much <laughs> Ryan... Loves the Beatles. Look, I think the Beatles, again, I'll just reiterate because I did get some people getting mad at me for, you know, Beatles stuff. I think the Beatles are a fine band. I just don't think that they deserve all the hype that they get. Um, but that's another story. There's there's another story, Morning Glory. Uh, next would be Morning Glory, which is really good. And, of course, you end it with Champagne Supernova. Great song. But the very best Beatles song to ever be written and recorded was actually done by Oasis and sung by Noel. And it's called Don't Look Back in Anger.
You know, the first time Paul McCartney heard that song, he goes, wow, I should have wrote that. <laughs> I should have written that song right there. That should have been our song. That, that is the best Beatles song ever. Uh, yeah, I'm staying. I'm sticking with it. Uh, okay. You can agree that to song, disagree. Sure. I, I believe Don't Look Back in Anger is better than any Beatles song that has ever been written. I think that song is English music. British okay. music. It's British music. I, I don't know if it's the best Beatles song. We might throw. I. You want to throw a chair at me now? Yeah, yeah. Let's I, go. You know, it, it's very classical, right? It's, it's very, got oh kind of gosh, like it's it is very much and all uh, of this. So that's uh, the Beatles. God, wait, wait. Who is it? Who did they totally? Uh, let's be real here. Noel Gallagher totally ripped off uh, Pockenbell. Yeah, it's Pockenbell. I mean, yeah, like it is Pockenbell. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it it's got great lyrics. So I actually wrote this down on my notes. So you ain't. Uh, although you using the word ain't that's all another thing but <laughs> you ain't ever going to burn my heart out love it that's cool uh, and i always like the line please don't put your life in the hands of a rock and roll band who will throw it all away and that's then the true. guitars are going where 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 <laughs> so it's always a cool it's in the second verse so yeah i agree that it's a really good song based on the lyrics and it it's even, very it even references the beatles so i'm going to start a revolution from my bed just sure. like john did you know sure. it's just not better than it's the best Beatles song ever written. Uh, okay, I agree to disagree. That's fine. It's also <laughs> the best song on this album. Okay. Uh, and, and there's a funny story behind it. I heard that Noel had to trick Liam into singing this song. Oh, I, I, I don't so have that. I, I, I remember watching an interview uh, with Noel, and he said it came down to this song or another song that he... Uh, he was going to sing on the record and Liam asked him, well, which one do you want to do? And he goes, well, knowing my brother, I said, he goes, I really wanted to sing. Don't look back in anger. So instead I said, I wanted to sing this one because that's the one I knew Liam would pick. So he tricked his brother into picking the other song so that he <laughs> could sing. Don't look back in anger. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like, that's brilliant. Um, if that's a true story, which I, you know, again, I heard it in an interview. So that's probably why we have no Oasis today. That's probably why. <laughs> But like it, this song would not have worked with Liam's vocals. Right, right. right. I think it, it is works. Noel that makes the song what it is. Sure, sure. Uh, and for everybody out there, so Liam sings most of the songs, right? Yes. And he's the singer and plays some tambourine here and there. And then uh, but I don't think he writes any of the lyrics. Right. Though. I think yeah. I think Noel is the guitar player and lyricist. Yeah, the lyricist, the the main songwriter. Let's say. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, good picks. I agree with you on all of those. There's Thanks. one that. You didn't mention that's not necessarily my pick. Uh oh. So no no Wonderwall. It's okay, a, so it, Wonder... it has a billion listens. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I do like the song Wonderwall and I do listen to it every time it comes on. I mean I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not a savage human. I love the song. But it does have a little bit of the Adelia effect and it's been overdone and overplayed, and I've heard it in so many people covering it in so many different coffee shops, like we joked, you know. It's one of the easiest songs to play on guitar, and because of that, so many people have done it, including me. And I'm not a very good guitar player, as you know. So if I can play it, eh, you get what I'm saying there. Sure. You know? No, I was just wondering. So it, it's a good song, but when we're talking about overall songs, it doesn't, I mean, it Roll With It's much better. Uh, Cast No Shadows, much better. Morning Glory, beautiful song. I mean, I would pick those over Wonderwall. Gotcha. All right, so good picks. Yeah, what about you? Sorry. What do you, you got to say for, for, for yourself there, Yeah, Jay? so, I mean, they're all pretty good songs. Mm -hmm. uh, I will be the one that I will pick one of the Swamp songs. 
I'll just go ahead and pick as that that's as the worst. One of the worst songs. Yeah. Yes. So it was it was hard. I could not pick any of the other songs. So it was tough. You know, and I go, okay, that's the easy pick. I'm just going to pick it. And I'm going to pick the first one because of the exact reason why you gave for the second one. The second one kind of has a purpose. Yeah, the swamp song number two. Yes. Yeah, song, yeah. song number two, track number eleven. Yeah, it does leads have a purpose. Into Champagne Supernova. It, it's not necessarily needed. No, it's not. But, but it's at cool. least it has the waves and it kind of seamless ataka, yeah. as we might say, into the next one. But Swamp Song Version 1, track six, doesn't need to be there. And maybe they're trying to be more like Rolling Stones in this part. Um, I don't think they need it. All right. They have no. their, their other songs. I think I have a problem with it being called the Swamp Song, too. And, you know, the tie to, I guess, are they giving ode to where some of the blues music kind of came from? But I, I don't think it's needed. I don't think it's needed at all. And when I think of something like Swamp Song, I want to think of something like Fogarty or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's very bluesy. It's it's okay. Maybe it's a jam they used and they're like, oh, we'll jam on this live. And it's not neat. It's 12 songs on the album. It could be 10. It would be It'd pretty be perfect. Um, then when I say the best one, so you already mentioned Don't Look Back in Anger. I already mentioned why, you know, great lines in that. Uh, let's see. Wonderwall is up there. We have to play Wonderwall. It's of not course. my pick. Um, but I do have a big problem with it. Uh-oh. There are many things that I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. Because maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. And after all, you're my So I I still think it's a really good song. I remember seeing it on MTV VH1 and like people talking about it at school even. And we were 10 years old, 11 Mm -hmm. years old. And it was just like the hit. And so I just, maybe it's that like, you know, people like the Beatles because they remember when the Beatles came out Mm -hmm. before our time. So I remember when the song came out. So I don't have the whole feeling of like, oh, it's been overplayed. I still like it, but it's the chorus. And it was in 95. It was to tape more than likely. The choruses are kind of out of tune. Kind of? What do you mean, kind of? They're extremely out of tune. So that's my, you know, <laughs> I issue with the song. That's one of the charms to it, though, is that it is out of tune. That in So mo- when people sing it, they're like, oh, I can sing like him, too, out of tune. I, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the, the, the things that makes it more personable to people, and they don't even realize it. But there's some other held out notes on Champagne Supernova and other songs that true. they're in tune. Yeah. I just think it just needed a little bit more love and it would be great. So this is I one gotcha. that if you go back and remix it, you know, I would kind of tune his vocal probably would be great. And it doesn't need to be affected tune, just just a little in tweak. tune. Yep. And every singer is tuned no matter if they want to or not. So yep. anyways, it needs the uh, modern magic. Uh, it's still a great song. Uh, so that one, I kind of was like, well, I'd probably just need to pick that. I also like Morning Glory. It's, it's a, a very good rocker, good but the production is not very good.
I mean, it's the title track, let's say. Mm-hmm. What's the story, Morning Glory? It's got a couple of different melodies in there. I need a little time to wake up. So that would be my pick, maybe even more so, because it's the rocker. That's what I like about Oasis, in addition to the quieter side. Uh, but it's just the production. I think I alluded to this last episode. So I had mm-hmm. to look at a live version of this and go, yeah. oh, yeah. that's what it should sound like. Cause, yeah. And it's kind of muddy live, but it's really muddy on the record. And it's, I like the guitar yeah. parts. But when you're listening, we were painting a, my daughter's room the other day, and it was just like, this song's loud. And I had yes. to hit next. I think my wife's like, I don't like this one. I was like, I think this is my pick. So then after that, I think you said you were kind of influenced or, you know, you talked with wife or daughter and things like that. So I was like, okay, I don't think I could pick this. So because of that, I love that song. Yeah. Bad production. Uh, I'm going to go with Cast No Shadow. Ooh. Ryan's over here playing tambourine and uh, playing shaker. the bells. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah it's, a, it's just a good tune. It's a um, great song. Yeah, as he faced the sun, he cast no shadow. Talk about bound by yeah. the words he wants to say. So, um, in uh, an interview with Noel, he says so. He kind of dedicated slash maybe wrote it for or about uh, the Verve's singer Richard Ashcroft. Really? And so at the time, they thought maybe he was he deserved a little bit more credit for the songs and things like that, and said, hey, you know tries really hard, you know, and if you kind of listen to the lyrics of, and I maybe put myself in those shoes, like, yeah. you know, a failed songwriter, I wish, you know, I wish I could give the world my words and music and all of that. And you listen to that, you're like, oh, and so I've always appreciated musically, the lines, the melodies are there. And then um, we kind of hear about how it's, who it's written for. And then also, I think, uh, I guess I have a theme in terms of if you hear a song that is Oasis, it's kind of... It's not the loud rock side, yeah. but you hear both of their, you kind of said this too, you hear both of them mm-hmm. in the chorus. And I think how Noel's vocals go high and it's just, I, if you hear a live version, they sound exactly the same live. That's awesome. That's really think, cool. I think it's Oasis. If you want to get a picture of Oasis, what they can do in one song, I think this is it. I think that's a really, really good pick. Like, <sighs> You want to take back your pick? No, yeah. because my, my pick really is the best Beatles song ever written. <laughs> Um, and yours is no, an honorable mention for me. So yeah, we, we are yeah. agreeing here to a point. I, I just want to take it and be serious for a second. That was beautiful. What you said, by the way, that was, that was very, very beautiful. And, and you don't open up much on this podcast. And when you do it, I want you to know that it means something to me to hear you open up about certain things. And that's, and I understand how you're feeling there, you know, and, and, um, my hat's off to you there because I've always, for those of you out there that don't know, I was, I was Jeremy's biggest, uh, fan music fan growing up. I mean, I was, we were in a band together. This, this is a bit of a tangent. We were in a band together and I, I think I came to you one night and I'd said like, I think I have to leave the band. And you're like, wait, what? And I was like, I'm not good enough to be in this band. <laughs> like y'all are way better than me. And I ended up stepping down and, and that's when y'all moved on to form the next iteration of the band, which became sour green. And, and I was like super fan of you guys. I went to all your rehearsals. I went to all your shows and you stuff. And, yes. Yes. And so I've always been a big fan of, of your music. Um, 
like literally been a huge fan of your music. And, you know, so to hear you say that, you know, they, oh, it, it, I don't know. It's beautiful. I feel you. And just know that I'm still your biggest fan yeah, when some, it comes to music. So. Someday we'll Aside get from music. your wife, of course. <laughs> <laughs> someday we'll get some music out there. And we we're talking about like a ukulele album together. Yeah, right? we need to do that. So, uh, so everybody out there, let us know. You've heard this while shopping. You yeah, heard yeah, it you on have. your favorite alternative rock and maybe even pop station. I'm sure Wonderwall's played quite a bit on a pop station. So, you know, does it, we haven't said this in a while, does it stand the test of time? I think it does. Yeah. I think it's a solid record. Uh, I would love to hear what other people have to say. But I, again, like I said, if you were to give me this record for the first time, I would totally be buying this album. Yeah, I was fearful for you saying, like, I would not buy it now. <laughs> oh God, no. This is this is a good record. And I like Oasis. Uh their greatest hits album, or I think it's a very I don't know. I bought it when I was in Iraq. It's funny enough. I bought it at the PX in Iraq. Uh and it was like this two disc like album thing. And it's really good. I listen to that probably more than anything because it's got the best off of all these different albums and stuff. You know, the Master Plan is one of my favorite Oasis songs, and that I don't even know if that actually came out on an album or if it was like a B side or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I, I will say that uh, I think I alluded to this last time. I think definitely maybe the album before this. What's the story? Morning Glory, and then they had an album right after that, Be Here Now. That was kind of okay. That after that, Oasis kind of yeah. drops off, yeah, and they had some off. songs here and there, but. You know, from the radio, if you hear it, Oasis still. Unfortunately, yeah. it's all from this era. That it is. It, you know, bands, they have their heyday and things like that. But uh, I would love to hear more Oasis. I think they could get together, and they'll probably get together at some point. I know Noel has his solo project. It's like Noel Gallagher and the Flying Thunderbirds or something, something like that. Yeah, something. But apparently he covers high like a bunch. High Flying Birds. High Flying Birds. Apparently he covers a lot of Oasis songs like in the concert. So some people yeah. are still getting a little bit of Oasis there. Yeah. So uh, go out there. Yeah. Let us know. Is this your favorite Oasis album? It Do should you be. even like these songs? <laughs> I mean, it's. What's the story, Morning Glory? It's yeah. awesome. What's the story? Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Let us know on socials. Facebook, Twitter, all of that, and um, check yeah. out the uh, Spotify playlist. Go buy their music, especially we, this album. Yeah, buy this album. Uh, listen to all their music. And uh, again, remember that when we tell you to buy their music, it's not for us. It's for you to make your own opinion about the the music and stuff. You know, you can of course listen to us two chuckleheads, uh, but at the end of the day, your opinion matters more than ours. So make your own opinion. Yeah, and thanks for listening. And uh, we've got some more music coming. We've got a great album. Do you want to mention next? Yeah, album? let's. Uh, so I want to give everybody the chance to listen to this band before we we talk about them, solely because they're not big here in America. Kind of like big country. Uh, apparently, I have this thing for Scottish bands that start with B and C. So big country <laughs> from Scotland. Oh yeah. Well, okay. the next album is Biffy Clyro's Puzzle, also from Scotland. Again, starting with BC. So it, they're not huge in America, so I, I, I would like people to give them the opportunity to listen to it before you know we they hear us talk about it. So. Sure, and the beautiful days of streaming, it's very easy it's very to go easy. find it and uh, listen to it. So again, thank you for joining us. Uh, check us out on albumargument.com. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. Deuces.